Many of us think that the Lord and his kingdom are boring and people are today drawn to supernatural stuff. Uh, in fact, today's movies portray so much of that. Uh, but we would be wise if we understand that we are trying to satisfy our minds with fake, imaginary and make-believe stuff. So I want to draw your attention to the true supernatural and the most fascinating creatures uh, you know, that are mentioned in the Holy Scriptures. The Bible is the most exciting and the most interesting book and uh, the devil makes it look boring so that he can keep us far away from it. Before we start, let me make one thing perfectly clear. You know, these are surely things that are mentioned in the Holy Scriptures, but they are not needed for our salvation. Only one thing is needed for my salvation and that is that I need to know Jesus Christ and I need to know about him crucified, uh, which is what is said in 1 Corinthians 2.2. So what we are doing today is just to satisfy our curiosity and to show that the Holy Scriptures are exciting and, uh, you know, it's mysterious and that there is so much to discover within this holy book. Today, let us look at cherubim. You know, uh, cherubim is plural and cherub is singular. Now, the best way to learn about something is to look at all the references of that particular word in the Holy Scriptures and a perfect message emerges, you know. Uh, that is how I have been learning and it is most exciting. Now, the very first mention of cherubim is in the book of Genesis. Genesis 3.24 says, After God drove man out of the Garden of Eden, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So cherubim are one of the highest ranking order of angels who stand closest to the Father in heaven and around his throne. Another very important thing to note is God asked Moses to make cherubim on the top of the Ark of the Covenant's cover uh, with their wings spread over the place of the Ark, uh, almost like as though they were covering the Ark. Such detailed descriptions were given by God to Moses, you know, to make the Ark of the Covenant, which were to house the Ten Commandments, the words of God, which were engraved by God's own finger. Thinking of such details given by God, I came across a most profound scripture from the New Testament. Uh, in Hebrews 8.5, it says, The sanctuary made by Moses is a copy and a shadow of what is in heaven, that is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. See to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Uh, so the cherubim looking inwards into the word of God in the Ark of the Covenant is a symbolic representation of the actual scene that is in heaven, uh, where the cherubim are glimpsing into the face of God, profound why is that so? Uh, why can I say that the cherubim on the Ark of the Covenant glimpsing into the uh, Ten Commandments is equal to uh, the cherubim looking at the face of God in heaven? Uh, you know, John 1, 1 is proof. It says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word of God became flesh, that is, became Jesus. So the cherubim looking at the Word of God in the Ark 
in the Holy of Holies and the cherubim looking at God in heaven is the same because the word of God is equal to God. The word of God is God. Profound. As I said, the Bible has everything that we need to know. We only need to look for it. So now let's look at the description of the cherubim. This is one of the most holy scriptures one can read. Uh, so here with utmost reverence because it has descriptions of the Most High God, the Ancient of Days. Now there are two passages in the book of Ezekiel that are describing the cherubim. Uh, and it is in Ezekiel chapter 1 and Ezekiel chapter 10. So first let us look at the passage from Ezekiel chapter 1 uh, verses 4 onwards. I, Ezekiel, looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human, but each of them had four faces and four wings, their legs were straight, their feet were like those of a calf and they gleamed like burnished bronze. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being and on the right side each had the face of a lion and on the left side each had a face of an ox and each also had the face of an eagle. Under their wings they had human hands. They each had two wings spreading upward and each wing touching that of the creature on either side and each had two other wings covering its body. Each one went straight ahead wherever the spirit would go without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among these creatures. It was bright and lightning flashed out of it. Now the creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. This was the appearance and structure of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any of the four directions the creature faced. The wheels did not change direction as the creatures went. Their rims were high and awesome and all four rims were full of eyes all around. When the living creatures moved, the wheels beside them moved and when the living creatures rose from the ground, the wheels also rose. When the creatures stood still, they also stood still because the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. And spread out above the heads of the living creatures was what looked like something like a vault, sparkling like crystal and awesome. Under the vault, their wings were stretched out, one towards the other, and each had two wings covering its body. When the creatures moved, I heard the sound of their wings, like the roar of the rushing waters, like the voice of the Almighty, like the tumult of an army. You know, when they stood still, they lowered their wings. Then there came a voice from above the vault, over their heads, as they stood 
with lowered wings. Above the vault, over their heads, was what looked like a throne of lapis lazuli, and high above on their throne was a figure like that of a man. I saw that from what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like glowing metal, as if full of fire, and that from there down he looked like fire and brilliant light surrounded him. Like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So this is one of the longest descriptions given of the cherubim and it also accompanies the description of the Most High. There is almost a similar reference given in Ezekiel 10, uh, which I'm going to read. I, Ezekiel, looked and I saw the likeness of the throne of lapis lazuli or sapphire above the wall that was over the heads of the cherubim. As for their appearance, the four of the cherubim looked alike. The cherubim appeared to have the form of a man's hand under their wings. As for the form of their faces, each had the face of a man. All four had the face of a lion on the right and the face of a bull on the left and all four had the face of an eagle. Their whole body, their backs, their hands, their wings and the wheels were full of eyes all around and the wheels belonged to all four of them. The wheels were called in my hearing the whirling wheels. Each of the cherubim had four faces and each had four wings and beneath their wings was the form of human hands. As I looked, I saw beside the cherubim four wheels one beside each of the cherubim. The wheels sparkled like topaz. As for their appearance, the four of them looked exactly alike and they were like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the cherubim faced. The wheels did not turn about as the cherubim went. The cherubim went in whatever direction the head faced without turning as they went. Their entire bodies, including their backs, their hands, their wings, were completely full of eyes, as were their four wheels. These were the living creatures I had seen by the Kebar River. When the cherubim moved, the wheels beside them moved, and when the cherubim spread their wings to rise from the ground, the wheels did not leave their side. And when the cherubim stood still, they also stood still, and when the cherubim rose, they rose with them because the spirit of the living creatures was in them while i watched the cherubim spread their wings and rose from the ground and as they went the wheels went along with them and the glory of the god of israel was above them these were the living creatures i had seen beneath the god of israel by the kebar river and i realized that they were cherubim so some important things to note here, the living creatures that are mentioned in Ezekiel chapter 1 by the Kebar river are the same as the cherubim that are mentioned in Ezekiel chapter 10. And their faces, their hands, their wheels, their wings, their entire bodies, their backs were completely full of eyes. So, uh, you know, with two eyes itself, uh, we can see a lot. Uh, now imagine with so many eyes, nothing in this world will be hidden from their gaze. It's scary and it's profound at the same time.
Uh, whenever I read these scriptures, I'm actually trembling in fearful awe. The living creatures called the cherubim possess such splendor, such glory. It is just beyond human imagination. And then I stop to think if these creatures that are created by God uh, bring a fearful awe into the hearts of man, uh, are filled with such splendor, how much greater will be his splendor? 2 Samuel 22, 11 and Psalms 18:10 says, The Lord mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind, a creature worthy for the Most High God to mount on. You know, I'm speechless. Now, another cherubim that we are going to be looking about is going to surprise many. Uh, the evil one who we call Satan or the devil was also a cherub. Uh, now, Ezekiel 28, 13 says, You were in the garden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you. You were anointed as a guardian cherub, for so I ordained you. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle of you. Because you sinned, I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God and expelled you, guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. So even a cherub once made perfect sinned and when they sinned they were expelled out of heaven expelled out of the presence of god you know sin cannot stand in the presence of our holy god and this cherub called the devil or the son of the dawn or the morning star is extremely powerful why can i say so because this one creature has caused the entire people of this world to become far from god uh, has caused the people of the world to sin not once but repeatedly it's scary so now that we have looked at a few scriptures uh, describing the cherubim let's quickly recap what we have done so each cherub has four wings two wings are raised upward and with two wings they cover their bodies then each cherub has four faces with a face of a man a lion an ox and an eagle each cherub also has wheels with high rims and each of these cherubs are full of eyes all around and each cherub flew in the speed of lightning. In the Old Testament, we see that the cherubim guarded the way to the tree of life in the Garden of Eden and they also stand under the throne of God. The sound of the wings of these cherubim is like the sound of the roaring sea, the voice of a huge army and like the voice of God. So these are a few descriptions of the cherubim given in the Holy Scriptures. And all this must lead you to worship the God who created all these fabulous creatures. Thank you.